Entrepreneur Productions. Find your voice. Welcome to Half Class Podcast. I'm your host, A. Cray. <laughs> I'm here with Thomas Williams. Ling Ling! Dietrich Heiss. Gorham, the Blade, Knight of Gladiate. And Chris Ogden. Sir Salem, the Juggernaut, the Bane of Bandits, the Champion of Ubero, the Morning Star of Terror. I could keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want you to. <laughs> please do. I've taken two deep breaths since then to say what I was going to say next, but I, please continue. The champion of man and monster alike, the uh, t- terror of the frozen north, the goddess of women's dreams, the golden beauty. <laughs> the, wait, hold on. Can we scroll back real quick? The goddess of nope, women's nope. dreams? You got to keep moving when he says something like that. You got to just keep moving. It's just my title. I don't know where it's defying gender norms. Exactly. I don't know where it came from, but I'm the goddess. I'm with it. I am absolutely okay with that. Uh, Ling Ling can get down with that. (laughs) Okay. So, last we left off, we had Ling Ling. A halfling half-dragon entering a town of Grigon, where he met a muscular human named Sir Salem, who was looking into getting an extra full-sized mirror for his room. After sleeping at the inn, they woke to smoke rising and eventually a fire. As they climbed out their windows and down through a cave hole, they noticed a group of cloaked mages sending firebolts toward the inn. They fought and were victorious as two Knights of Gladiae joined the party to assist their battle. Sir Gorham the Blade began fighting these mages, and Sir Heritar had ran into the inn in search of any survivors. As the storm was raging, they quickly made their way to the Knight's carriage, where they found shelter. As they were rolling through the light forest of Ashbourne, there was a bump in the road. This is where we begin. So it's around 9 p.m. that you guys all stepped out of the carriage into the rain. You all felt your feet sink around three inches into the mud. You began circling the carriage while investigating what you hit. As the storm rages, the lightning occasionally lighting up the thin forest you've made your way into, you notice something appeared to, appearing to be tangled in the spokes of the passenger side carriage wheel farthest to the rear. All right, so you guys are going to have to check it out because I'm about shin deep. (laughs) True. (laughs) Why don't you stay inside, little man? We'll handle this. Thanks. I wouldn't be able to move out there. Yeah, I'm having trouble seeing anything. I'll be honest. The good thing is lightning is lighting up the sky, so there there at least is that. Uh, You see see for a moment, uh, it appears to be a creature with an arm entangled in wearing little to no clothing. And then you hear a loud whinny uh, from the distance as you focus on this creature. Hey, Harry. Harry, you out there? Yes. I think I hear a horse. Uh, Okay. I can't see anything. I heard that too. Here, hold this torch. Okay, okay. 
Oh, okay, that's better. There's something in the back of of our carriage on the ground. Uh, he m- makes his way over to the 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 rear wheel, and obviously, you guys all see this creature tangled in it. Its arm is basically ri- like sent all the way through the the thing. It looks like it's tangled, but it doesn't look like the arm is itself is tangled. Uh, through the mud, you aren't able to identify what this creature is, but you are able to detect that it is humanoid in shape with pointy ears sticking out of their dark hair that is draped over their face. Everything is muddy. Identify yourself on the order of the Knights of the Gladiator. Kind of looks like Agatha, my old goblin fling. It's a little larger than Agatha, but... Dang, you slept with a it's goblin? large. <laughs> Roll a uh, perception check, everybody. Six. Twenty. Seventeen. Ooh. All right, so you do know that this creature is still breathing, Ling Ling. However, it is definitely unconscious. Okay. What you do notice is there is a chain. The chain that is shackled around its wrist is what's caught in the actual spokes of the wheel. Hey, guys, she... It, she, whatever it is, there's a chain around its wrist. That's what's caught up in there. We gotta... We gotta do something. Or we ain't moving. Yes, I think he's right. Well, I have a morning star. What do you say we take it to the arm, and if we hit it a few times... Well, you've got a, you've got a sword, right? You, you uh, human, human. Yeah. Sword. You have a sword, it's, it's right? It's Sir Gorham. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can chop that off. That's not Gorham. a problem. Yeah, just swing right for the okay, arm. Okay, uh, here. Uh, hold, no hold my torch real quick. I just need, uh, I just need two hands for this. Um, so you... Uh, Heritar basically holds the, the torch a little bit closer to it, so you can see it when you go to strike. Make an attack roll against it. Uh, do I have a better understanding of what it is? It's just a chain. It's basically shackled. I was chains. thinking I was cutting through the arm. Oh, you're going for the arm? Yes, that was the plan. It's hard to cut through just shackles. It's easy to cut through an arm. He's under the wheel. I think he's probably uh, hold dead. Hold on, guys. Let me get in there. I can probably wedge it out with my spear or something. You guys are... All right, I'm watching. I'm watching this creature to see if it's like doing anything, making any sudden movements. All right, uh, Ling Ling, go ahead and make a strength check to kind of wedge that chain out of there. Can I look into this creature's eyes? Can I see? Can I, can I see 15. if it's got the fear? Uh, are you gonna basically pull back its eyelids because their its eyes is com- eyes are completely closed? Is it conscience? Con- Hold up, one second. Give me a second. Give me a well, retake on that. Is it conscious? It is not conscious at all. Ling Ling, uh, you basically are able to break the chains straight off the off the spokes and completely release it. It's about a one foot chain, so it's not super long, but it's long enough to clearly get caught. All right, let's let's get her. It into the carriage. Well, yeah, right behind you. you. Know, we don't know. Who, we we don't we don't know who this is. I should say we should we should leave it. Whatever we it is, we hit them with our carriage. It's wearing shackles, which means whatever it is is not our problem. <laughs> so I say we get in the. the we the, hit the, it. 
We're going to take care of it. Yes, I hey, hit possums all the time. I don't take care of them. Kind of looks like a runaway to me. That's what I'm thinking, too. Uh, they're kind of speaking a little more quiet, a little way from you guys as you guys banter. I think we should probably bind it up and take it into the city to see if anybody's missing a slave. At least bring it in. We should bring it in for the night. It won't survive out here overnight. Yeah, but are we safe if that thing doesn't have shackles on? As long as we decide to stay watch, you may be able to watch over it. Yeah, but if those shackles are magically, you know, stopping him from casting spells, then uh, there's not much we can do if he gets out of those. We don't know if it's magical at all. Yeah, you're right. We might as well bring it back to health and just be very cautious. You're right, Harry. You're a better man than me. Uh, he grabs the, the body and pulls it out from underneath uh, with Ling Ling's help, I assume. And you guys basically are able to slide it up into the carriage. It's completely covered in mud. So you guys get it into the carriage, and then what are you guys doing? Because it's still storming pretty bad. Oh, God, my hair. Let me get back in quick. Where's my comb? Oh, here we go. I hop back in. I sit down um, with the guys, and I'm just kind of um, taking first watch over the new compatriot, as if you will. Heritar's also now in the back instead of in the front. He basically threw a little uh, uh, tarp, essentially. It's like a cloth tarp over the, the horses so that they don't get completely wet, and they they had lain down in the mud. So that they're not getting completely drenched in rain, water. Okay. So I suppose we're staying here for the night. Well, who wants first watch? Oh, that's okay. I got it covered. You're fine. Why don't you get some rest? You look tired. You had a big day, man. That was uh, quite the knockout. Yeah, I'm going to sleep. Well, you know me. I need my beauty sleep. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah, need it, do. but uh, I don't need it, but uh, <laughs> I guess I should take it. Okay, guys. Whatever you say. I'm going to be up, uh, you know. Harry, you want to switch with me in like four hours? That's all right. I'll be up with you. We'll have one of them switch. I have a few things that I want to talk to you about. All right. Sounds good. Well, good night. Yes. Good so, night. Uh, you two both crash immediately. And uh, Heritar basically pulls out a water skin and starts kind of washing off the the creature's face and everything and kind of shows like a little candle around it so that uh, Gorham can also see and when you see it kind of cleaned up at least for the the most part you can see its face uh, it could be identifi identified as some type of fey creature uh, it resembles an elf for sure um, it has long black messy hair that spikes upward in different directions while still kind of looking rather elegant especially due to their like well-groomed eyebrows stretching slightly off their face so their eyebrows are completely they're longer than our eyebrows but where the where i our our where our eyebrows end they come off their face and stick out a little bit this creature completely looks famished as well you can see its rib cage. You, you could tell that it's probably not eaten anything in months. 
and it's it's relatively tall. It's probably around s- maybe a little over six foot, if it were to stand up tall. Uh, but as you and Heritar are kind of going over this and investigating this creature, what you do notice more than anything is when you lift up its eyelids, you can see that one iris is a frosty light blue, and the other is completely black. Wow. Harry, I think we got a problem. You think that's a problem? He turns it over and shows you that the back has several large, fresh scars and burn marks completely all over it. Uh, Roll a knowledge religion for me, Sir Gorm. You would think I have some kind of religion bonus being of the faith. But no, I have a negative one. So my roll is... (laughs) 16. With a 16, uh, while all these burns are so prolific, uh, they, they're they also very, very close together. It's, it's really difficult, but you are able to make out that there is an insignia uh, mm. through the scarring and burnt skin. It looks like it was prodded several times by whatever this insignia was. This is a slave of the church, Harry. This guy's a criminal. I see that. Hmm. Well, maybe we should wrap him up. Yeah. Here. I got some rope. So I quick right. I quick bind him. I bind his hands and feet and uh, just kind of hog tie him up um, like they taught me. Perfect. So you tie it up. Uh, it does appear to be more more masculine in, in features. Uh, but it is completely still unconscious and unresponsive to what you're doing to it. Well, I suppose we'll make our way back to Grygon in the morning. But for now, this force should help protect the carriage from, well, at least from the wind of the storm. Wonder if this piece of work knows meta. You could. That's exactly why I wanted to bring him in here in the first place, but I don't think the others need to know that. Yeah, you're probably right. Ah, oh, man. You, you you going to bed now, or...? Uh, yes. Okay, all right. I suppose I'll go to sleep and catch some shut-eye. Sounds good. Uh, I'll just stay up for Ooh. a little bit. So I stay up for uh, another four hours, um, uh, or a uh, four hours total, and just kind of wait it out. Um, maybe I should just stay up for eight hours? Question mark? I don't know. Nah, it's up to you. What are you going to do? Yeah, I, I guess I, I stay up for four hours. And then I tap Ling Ling on the shoulder and say, Hey, hey. What? You ready to uh, take a shift? Yeah, I got it. I'm going to hit the sack. Yep. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> and I, I, I take, I take uh, a rest. Um, Heritar is completely passed out as well. He's also a very loud and avid snorer. So that's uh, that's kind of been annoying this entire time as well. For anybody who is a light sleeper. Ling Ling's not a light sleeper. Perfect. Not a problem for Gorham. But, you know, there might be somebody in the party that's more sensitive. The creature wakes up. <laughs> 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 
So, Ling Ling, you're just going to stick around for the, the extra four hours and wait until morning, or? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Ling Ling will just keep watch. All right. Listen for rain to calm down, because the sooner we're able to get out, the better. Okay. So I will say, since you guys are basically taking watch, um, Heritar will take the next the next shift so that you guys can all get your eight hour rest uh we will go straight to dawn as you guys are waking up you do feel a little bit more energized your bodies feel like they've healed pretty good uh the sky is completely clear the rain on the ground is slowly drying up from the rising sun uh the grass is dewy of course oh man heritar basically the moment he gets up he's checking the the body and still no response, and decides that it's probably a good time to start heading back to Gragon. So he makes his way to the front, even if you guys are still laying down. I'm going to try and start my morning ritual. Well, um, if he's still... We got some traveling to do. I'm going back to sleep. It's brighter than my, than my future out here, and I just I don't want to deal with that right now. Uh, the travel is like maybe like 15 minutes. You guys didn't go too far from from the actual... Uh, town of Gragon. You guys are just a little bit north. I will say I want to hear Salem's morning ritual. I do too, actually. Yes, well, uh, you, uh, 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 Gorum, yes? Gorum? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I got a headache. What's up? uh, uh, Does this carriage have a, uh, a mirror of any sort? I've got this little compact one here, but I don't think it'll do what I need. Um... What do you What do you need? Like a mirror, like a like a mirror big enough for my body, preferably multiple. For the the whole thing, you're a tall yeah. guy. I, I I mean, like you can barely stand up in this thing. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I was I was being facetious. Um, you know what? On the outside, if you stand really far back away from the hubcaps, I think you would be able to see at least your whole torso. You know, I think the distortion might bother me a bit. Just tell me, how do I look? Dashing? Um, hmm. I kind of, I get up. I do like a little walk around on him. You know, I'm taking my job very seriously. I pull out a notepad, like uh, the kind you might see police officers like whip out to start uh, writing up a ticket. (laughs) And I kind of, I take notes. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. You look like you smell like code urine. You know what? I think you, I think you're doing all right. You look like you kind of had a restless night. Were you tossing and turning last night? You got some bags under your eyes, but a bags? little bit of facial cream that'll clear right up. Thank God, I've got all this facial cream. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna begin applying that immediately, and then you're I'll welcome. begin. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you got the cream. That's a bad joke. Uh, the rest of my ritual involves combing my hair. Uh, I'm a little OCD about it. I have to take the comb through each side of my hair at least a hundred times to make sure that it's just perfect. Um, uh, yes, I have to uh, rub my teeth with charcoal oil, uh, which is specially formatted to make them bright and nice and white. And then I usually stare at myself to make sure that everything is perfect, but I guess I'll just have to take this, uh, this night here's uh, assessment. So, I'll begin on the cream. Hey, you can always trust my word, okay? 
It's as good as gold. I'm I'm outside of the wagon at this point, and I'm doing like some calisthenics, uh, some jogging, some push-ups, finding a tree branch for some pull-ups, that kind of stuff. Uh, just so you know, the wagon is moving. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I'm jogging, I'm jogging next to it. Along, to, okay. That's what um, I meant to say. It's it's not like moving like super fast or anything. It's like a normal little pace, like a walk pace. Um, well, I guess a walk pace for horses. So it's it's like a steady pace. So you're you're kind of jogging next to it. Uh, Heritar's taking the the reins essentially. So as you guys all arrive in the center of the marketplace, you notice many have begun cleaning the inn, carrying the burnt lumber and beams out, and setting them beside the entrance. Several of the townsfolk and tourists are beginning to gather near the entrance to await an explanation as they see the knights arrive. Most of them look horror-stricken, just so you know. Uh, Heritar kind of puts his left hand on your shoulder and says, You're up, young Gorum. Tell them what they need to hear. I'm going to pop out and say, No need to fear. Sir Salem the Juggernaut has arrived. You see all these men? I am your savior. I fought valiantly. I saved many men, including this halfling in here. Come out, come out, Ling Ling. Show them the life that I have saved last night. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, he's in there, and you can hear that he's alive. I, I, uh, I'll be over here when you decide to start taking uh, autographs. So, yeah. Roll a persuasion check. Nineteen. Ooh. Okay. Wow, is that good enough to even persuade my character that that wasn't completely ridiculous? That is completely up to you. You know you did shit, though, so... so but having... you also know that Salem did do shit. That's true. Salem did do some work. They appear For to be sure. extremely excited. A lot of the, uh, the tourists are starting to line up <laughs> and pull out, pull out like different little pieces so that you could sign them. Okay, I'll begin signing. And I just, like, watch this happen, and I kind of give Harry a look, and I'm like, hey, you know what? If this is what is this is better than the other alternative, I guess. Uh, that is something I did not expect, I suppose. But he did do some work out there. He deserves yeah, this. Yeah, you can't bit. deny it. This guy's got skills. He did make him relatively happy. So there's that. We should and get you back gotta to admit, our this guy. makes it a lot easier than wading through an angry mob. Very, very true. So, he makes his way back into the little carriage and he starts uh, uh, messing with the, the body, basically trying to wake it up. You guys basically hear gossiping immediately as they're all kind of talking about Sir Salem, the Juggernaut, and... Using all of your titles and the goddess. One of them pulls <laughs> the. G- <laughs> one of them pulls out a baby for you to sign. Um, they're they're basically speaking very highly of the knights and Sir Salem, and very lowly of the tourists. So like some of the tourists are getting signed, but the people who are gossiping are straight up like townsfolk who are completely against the tourists and they do not like them. Uh, but they appear to be all moving on with their everyday lives now. Um, now that you've kind of comforted them and all that. Harry, where are we headed? Uh, Heritar moves over toward you. Uh, are you are you in the, the carriage or are you... 
You just I think I in? jumped up front with him after. Like, I was supposed to step out and, like, give a speech or whatever. So, like, I stepped out and I was going into, the, like, the mob to kind of, like, clear the path for the um, cart. And then after all that went down, I just jumped into the driver's seat next to Harry. Uh, he moved into the back and he's, he's basically been trying to, like, wake up the 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 body. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just yelling over my shoulder into the wagon, like, Hey, Harry, where are we going? Well, we are supposed to go to the Flea Bridge. But that's not until till later. I suppose we, we make do with the time we have, clean up the, the horses, clean up the carriage, and bring this one with us, I suppose. We have should a, probably look over the wanted posters too, huh? Not a bad idea. Our messenger has arranged to meet with us. They're going to talk to us and give us their most recent information of Meta. But the only thing is they wanted to talk in person. So we have to meet them at the Flea Bridge at 10 p.m. Who's oh Meta? Oh my gosh. Uh, Meta is... Hey, we'll why don't you say, mind your own business? That's and this right. is like the first time I really like... like glare at Ling Ling because I like Ling Ling but clearly a nerve has been struck um, I'd watch your tone bud so Eritar kind of puts his hand out Meta is a criminal and we are searching after him okay it's why we are around there's no harm done He's he has some some issues with Meta that need okay. to be resolved that is all Okay. I like closed the 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 whatever the little sheets behind me and like huffed and like turned forward and I'm like glaring off into the street as I'm driving the cart. <laughs> You're driving the cart. <laughs> yeah, I'm driving the cart. Salem's just fucking getting all the autographs and you're starting to drive and he's like, "Oh no." Hey, hey, uh Sir Gorham, everyone look, it's Sir Gorham. He he assisted me in the uh, the rescue of all of these people. Sir Gorham, uh, why don't you stop the car? Oh, no, and come no, sign some I autographs. didn't. I, no, uh, oh, and they all start didn't. running over toward you. Not too start, many autographs, just a few. They all like start handing <laughs> hey, you. Hey guys, like, I'm, I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm, oh, man. No, please. Now I'm like reining in the horses. <laughs> okay, I use this little break in my line to run back into the cart. Perfect. I've had so my you sneak fill. back through the back. Yeah. All right. I'm talking. Uh, I'm talking to the people. I'm like, "Hey guys, can you get out of the way? Like, you know, we're, we're trying to go somewhere. I don't want to. I don't want to have to run over. Hey, hey, please, just get a away minute. From the car. Just a minute, sir. Please, just just sign this for us, please. You're a hero to uh, us. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. One one signature. Why not? All right. So as you're signing signatures, multiple, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> body in the back starts to wake up, and you guys notice. Um, the body is essentially like a very, very elven looking um, back completely scarred up. Basically everything I explained to Gorm earlier. You definitely know that this, this person's completely like conscious uh, with one blue, light blue frozen looking eye. And then one eye that's completely, the iris is completely black. The person appears to be just not responsive to any questions Heritar's asking as he's tied up against the wall. I'm signing all the autographs in the name of Cord. 
just like <laughs> no name, just in the name of Cord, in the name of Cord, handing him out. <laughs> uh, so what are you two doing as you guys are noticing him kind of like look at this creature? Ling Ling's just kind of sitting back watching and seeing how he interacts with them and uh, realizing that the creature is not reacting to anything he's doing. Yes, I'm, um, I'm just trying to pay attention to the, uh, the questions that Hiratar's asking. So he's, he's kind of shaking him a little bit. Where are you from? What is your name? And he just asks like a series of personal questions, and this thing completely is just looking off in different directions, focusing on every little thing except for what's being said. Okay, uh, uh, Heritar, is it? Yes. You uh, mind if I try talking to him? Absolutely. All right. My guest, he's not, he's not budging for me. It is a he? Yes, it appears so. Fuck. I thought it was a girl. But... All right. I'm sure you'd know if it talked to us. Yeah. So, uh, what's up, man? Like, how'd you get... We hit you. Are you okay? Like, holy shit. Completely just looking off in different directions. Um, I'm right here. Hey. Uh, hello. Hi. Hey. My name is Lingling. How's it going? Sorry, sorry we hit you, man. Um, what were you doing out there? In the uh, middle of a storm. Starts looking off in different directions again. <sighs> this is useless. He said hi. Yeah, he said I. I heard that much. I'm surprised he'll at least he'll talk to you. Yeah, I just gotta figure out what to ask him. <laughs> it's probably because you're so small and unintimidating. I think anyone would talk to you, if nothing else, out of pity, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, man. <laughs> um. You wanna fucking get out of here, dude? Uh, just completely, like, not focused on it. Just kind of looking at, like, what you're wearing and everything and looking for... It looks like... It appears to be looking for something. He's looking for something, obviously. Um, what do you... You think it'd be a sign of his master or something? I can't tell. He doesn't seem very intimidated, to be honest, but his tone was rather casual. Why don't you let me give it a try? No, go ahead. People love talking to you. <laughs> Hello, good sir. How are you today? It looks like it's looking for something that you have on you. You've got some watchful eyes there, buddy. Are you looking for anything in particular? Well, this isn't working. Should I, tr should I uh, change tactics a bit? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, whatever you're doing clearly isn't working. Okay. I'm going to pull out my... Uh, my helmet and put it on, my eyes glow bright red, and I'm going to say, you are looking at Salem the Juggernaut, the bane of bandits, the terror of man and monster alike. I will give you one opportunity to speak to me, to say one word, otherwise I will break your foot with this morning star. Uh, I'm Liga. Liga. That is a lovely name. Yes. Well, I guess I don't need this anymore, right? I take off my helmet. My eyes go back to normal. Tell me. You seem 
unusual. Thirsty. Thirsty. Well, I happen to have uh, water right here. Oh, oh, no, that's hair cream. Here, this water. Take it. Uh, he starts immediately drinking the hair cream. <laughs> 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 he drinks the water. Well, Heritor, I warmed him up for you. What, uh, what do you want to know? It's surprising. Well, we have his name. We oh, should probably find out if he knows anything of this meta. So, you are friends with Meta. Yes, I, I, I guess I should uh, understand the position that you're in. Heritar, why don't you give us a minute? Let us speak in private. All right. Uh, he starts to make his way toward the front with Sir Gorham. I see you're still signing autographs. Uh, I, I keep on telling him to go away. Hey, guys, go away. Stop it. Leave me alone. Oh, don't act like you don't like it, Gorham. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, I got, this is kind of funny. Harry, I've been, I've been signing all of them in the name of court. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. That's very humorous. Good job. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Bunch Fantastic. of schmucks. They probably don't even know how to read. <laughs> yes, probably not. But it was funny, at least. Uh, so what is Salem doing? I'm gonna he, he's talking to this guy still? Yes. Uh, I'm going to squat, not get down completely on his level, but squat down a little bit. Listen, we are not necessarily associated with them. I don't have any problem letting you escape in this meantime if you give us enough information about whatever they're looking for. I suppose that's all that they'd need. So, this meta person, do you know them? He starts kind of looking around and messing with things, kind of scratching at the, the, the flooring. I'm guessing you don't. Listen, between you and me, let me tell you how this should work, okay? Uh, they are going to torture you or otherwise uh, cause you bodily harm until the point when they know something about this meta. So my recommendation would be to tell them something about meta. Between you and me, I don't particularly care if that's true or not, but I feel like things will get a lot bloodier if we don't tell them something. So... What do you... Th what do you think we should tell them? Well, I say the better the story, uh, the more... Uh, more they'll believe it. So, l lie? Yes, you've lied before, yes. You've never lied before. Oh. Well, <laughs> shit, there goes my plan. <laughs> I guess things are going to have to get bloody. Well, I just bought this new tunic, so I'm going to step outside and send them back in. Ling Ling, do you have anything you want to do? Maybe say goodbye? To who, you? Because gladly... Farewell. I'm gonna step outside. Go. But he wasn't wrong about that. They will hurt you. If you really don't know anything, run. They've hurt me before. You can go right now. I'm tied up. Ha 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 ha!
do you want to go? I... Yes. Alright, so Ling Ling takes his spear out and cuts his ropes for him. Uh, he immediately starts getting up and starts to slowly move his I, way out the back. I grab him by the arm. Hit me in the face. Uh, uh, he... Do it! He slaps you. <laughs> it's like the wimpy is slapped, too. Alright, so Ling Ling takes his spear <laughs> and stabs himself in the foot with it. Alright. Ah, fuck! <laughs> he, he starts taking off, but you realize his running is so poor, and it's because he's so famished. Like, his body is so weak. He's so he, gonna get far, and I just stab myself in the foot. <laughs> do an, make an attack roll on yourself <laughs> with your spear. Can I roll for perception? Yes, absolutely. I should too. Uh, with advantage. Because you did hear Ling Ling so I just yell. got to roll damage? Yep. Okay. Were you rolling to see if you hit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what did you roll? I would have missed myself. <laughs> Oh, God damn. That's going to be a 16 on perception. Yeah, I did eight damage to myself. Oh, <laughs> nasty. You stab yourself in a in a really, really, uh, literally through my foot. Yep. Almost cut it off. Straight through your foot. And you said an 18 for your perception? 16. 16. What did Salem get? Uh, 13. So with a 16 and a 13, you guys definitely see this dude trying to take off. He's very, very slow. Uh, I, I start running after him. Hey, 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 get back here. You are easily able to catch up to him. He is very, okay. like, very uh, bony and slow. Salem just mm -hmm. watches and shakes his head. Yeah, I take him out, form tackle, boom, to the <laughs> ground. Uh, make an attack roll on him because he is all muddy still, so he might be a little slippery. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that doesn't sound okay. Good. It's it's a five. <laughs> uh, you grab, you get the perfect tackle around, like your arms around him, but you slide all the way down him like he's a greased up dude, <laughs> and <sighs> just mud all over your chest. Uh, Heritar is also embarrassing. Gonna try and chase after. He's gonna help you up. Does Heritar <laughs> see? Does Heritar, Heritar see? Heritar sees it all. Yes. No. And Heritar's going after him too. He's gonna try and tackle him. I'm sh full of shame. I'm trying to overcompensate now by yelling a lot. Heritar basically tackles him and brings him down. Hey! Hey! Stop resisting! Stop resisting! Uh, he is like, I don't want to have to do this, and I'm like already wailing on him. I don't want to have to do this. Punch. He's punch. completely terrified and just completely taking every hit. He's like, just absolutely distraught. Uh, Heritar is basically tying him up again. Well, Gorum, you wiped off some of the mud so I could tackle him. I appreciate that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, uh. No problem, Harry. You know, yeah, that's what number two has got to do, right? You got to come in and basically do all the hard work for the number ones to come in and uh, take the take all the credit. <laughs> yes, I yes, we're a team. A You're shove. right. 
He, he kind of punches you in the arm. Soft. It still hurts. Okay. <laughs> Take five points of damage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so you tackle him, and he's just completely, like, terrified. You can definitely tell, like, his eyes are super shifty. He's absolutely terrified. Let's get him back in the carriage. Let's get out of here. A lot of the townsfolk and everybody were watching as all that happened, and they see you guys bring him back to the carriage. We're not done and... with you yet, scumbag. I'm gonna... And then I, uh, I take him into the uh, um, the wagon, and I sit across from him, and I'm just kind of glaring at him. Um, I'm going to interrogate him a little bit. Um, so, got a name? Uh, he's, he's kind of like looking around. You know, I recognize one of your eyes. It's the eyes of those magic users while they were still alive. And I gotta say, I recognize your other eye too. Those are the eyes of the magic users after they died. You are a knight of Gladier. Yeah, you got that right. What are you? Uh, he looks around. He's, you can tell this entire time he's kind of not focused on your eyes. He's been looking this entire time. Every Everybody who's talked to him, he's not looked at their eyes. He's just looked all around. He's been very shifty. Mm. He appears to be very intimidated. I break eye contact with him, too. I, like, look at the ground instead. All right. I go, so, where are you from? He's kind of just looking around, uh, trying to uh, basically move his hands. His hands are completely bound. Do you, uh, you got any friends? Know anybody uh, named Meta? I've been listening from outside. I'm going to step in. So, how's it coming, uh, uh, Gorm? Uh, looks like we're not getting anywhere with this guy. We'll have to take him back to the cathedral and, uh, well, things might get ugly, but yes, we'll get the truth. Don't worry about it. It won't be a problem. Yes, I'm... The Knights of Gladiator got techniques for this kind of stuff. I imagine you do. I'm not worried. Um, let, let, let me try. <laughs> oh, really? You think you can... All right. Yeah, go ahead. Be my guest. You're from somewhere else. Liga, wasn't it? Uh, he does, uh, at one second, kind of, like, meet your gaze and nod. Well, I got his name. That's more than the rest of you have got. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right about that. But, uh, we'll get a lot more than just his name when we apply some of our techniques. Well, um, I guess there's nothing else to it, then. Sorry, Liga. I'm going to step outside. All right. He is completely just terrified. No. No? No. 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 And he's just shaking his head back and forth. I can help you, but you have to talk to me now. What do you know? Where are you from? No. 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 I've never been to No. Is it nice there? No. No. He's just absolutely just 
in a, in a state. All right, hey, hey, man, you need to calm down right now. Just absolutely terrified right now. Um, you do notice at this point he does have something in his hands. Hey, what's that in your hands? Uh, I need you to put it down right now. Hey, I pull out my sword. His hands are so bound tightly that he can't actually let him go either. You need to you need to let go of the item right now. I just start punching him. Just stop resisting. Comply. And then I take my uh, sword pommel and I put it over his head. All right. Uh, I'm just going to step outside for real this time so I don't see this. He's definitely just terrified, just still, just over and over. No, no, no. I'm trying to knock him out unconscious with my with the pommel of my sword. Uh, you easily knock him out. Okay. I examine his hands. Uh, he appears to just have, like, a broken stick in his hands between the two of them. Could have killed us all. It's a good thing I was there. I don't know what it is with him, but something seems wrong. Yeah, this doesn't feel good, man. He's... I mean, he's supposed to be a criminal, I get it, and he's clearly a runaway, but I've got no information to hold him on. He's like a child. His behavior is very strange. I've noticed a few things while you were all trying to talk to him. Uh, and Salem is obviously outside right now, but as you two are there, he doesn't appear to be answering any questions very well. I think he's only asked one out of all the answer out of all the questions we've asked. We've, yeah. We may need to try a different method. I've still been listening in oh. from the outside. I just whispered to myself, I fucking knew it. I knew it. I've been thinking this whole time, questions didn't work. I've been trying to address him with direct statements. But even that doesn't always work. Well, I know that the church has their methods. Uh, are, are you proposing something different? Um, Maybe we stab him in the foot. Is, is that what happened to you, little one? Yeah. He stabbed you in the foot. Yeah. So he's dangerous. No. So this this little man was just confused. What happened is he was trying to show off a trick with his spear, and at the same time I tried to take it from him, from him, afraid that he would hurt somebody. And of course it uh, it fell out of our hands and landed on his foot. And then as we he was spinning it, he just happened to cut through the ropes of this little guy. It's a pretty deep cut. Yeah. Can we uh can I roll a perception check on that lie? <laughs> Is that insight? <laughs> you absolutely can make an insight check on him. Yes. Uh, so it's your guess is pers- uh deception against mm-hmm. well, it's your deception against uh it would be uh it would be Salem's, but if you want to, you can give him a help action, which will give him advantage. So yeah. you don't have to roll anything. It would just yeah, be Salem yeah. rolling twice. 22. Okay, I got a 17. All right, so you you do appear to kind of believe him. It it does seem like he was maybe telling the truth. He didn't seem to have any uh, falter in his voice or anything like that. He seemed to be very, very confident in what he was saying. Okay, all right. <laughs> I guess I guess I believe that. Yeah. Uh, let's um. Let's let's try it your way, Harry. What do you say? Well, this one 
He's already been to the church. You can tell he's already been prodded. He must have went to one of the encampments. You know how I feel about those encampments. Yeah, Harry. I don't like him either, but... That's... That's the way the priests want to handle it. Maybe we keep him with us for a little longer. At least delay the inevitable. That, yeah, that sounds like that a sounds solid plan. <laughs> At least until we start heading our way back. At least until after this whole Flare River business. Flare River? Yes, I I received a message earlier via carrier. And... Well, it appears we have some more information on Meta. We are going to be heading there, and our plan is to arrive there by n- by 10 p.m. tonight. We are oh. meeting with someone. All right. And they will give us the information that we need on Meta. Uh, he kind of moves over toward Gorham. I know you've been waiting for this, but you need to keep a solid composure. Yeah, I know you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry, Harry. I have faith that you will be able to take this one. Yeah. And what's this guy going to do us any good locked up in a camp anyways? We need him here. This is where we can actually use the information. This is true. If he does know anything about this meta, we'll at least have some more information. Or if he has any news on anything, really. He should be very helpful. Alright, are we ready to go to the bridge? I think we're ready to make our heading. Does everybody have food? Does everybody have everything that they need? Yeah, I think so. I pull out like a satchel with uh, some, some, uh, some food, some rations, you know, dried meat, bread, that kind of stuff. Alright, so Salem... Yes, I have uh, several uh, several packages of meat here. I'll be fine. All right. He uh, pulls out his little uh, satchel and everything. It looks like he's only got like three left, and he gives uh, he starts feeding one of them to Liga. Um, and then he goes out uh, out the front and starts basic. He gives like two of them to the horses. Ling Ling, Salem, would you guys be able to work and get this mud off? The, the tires the wheels <laughs> I, I don't do mud I'm afraid Ling Ling yeah I'll do it even though my fucking foot's almost cut off uh, oh well, yes yes L- let me take care of that well, first. maybe um, if you hadn't been playing you. with that spear he kind of takes some holy water and washes you his hands and then he puts his hands over it and he starts speaking something in Orcish, and you just feel your foot start to slowly seal up. That was weird. Uh, you are healed back to full. <laughs> Thank I you. make the sign of cord and just say, "Quad be praised," and then like you know, go back to eat my sandwich. All right, I'll hop out and get that mud off for you. All right, we appreciate it. Um, he kind of makes his way back to the front and he starts basically uh, brushing the horses. He's taking care of the horses. Gorham, will you watch? Will you watch the one 
The elf. Yeah, I'm watching him. Good. Hey, Heritar. Yes. Did you need any food? No, that's all right. I'm I'm covered. Okay, just making sure. I seen you give your stuff away, so. Don't sweat it. It's all it's all for him. He needs it more than I do. All right. So he starts. Uh, he starts working with the horses. You guys essentially start working on cleaning the carriage. It takes about 10 minutes to clean it. Uh, yeah. It's it's a lot of hardened mud. I'm cutting up the rations that Harry gave Lyga and uh, bite-sized pieces and feeding them to him. Uh, he's, he's gladly taking them. Uh, so as Ling Ling's basically taking off the hardened mud off the wheels, uh, it, it's relatively painless. It's not really a pain in the ass. You just kind of take your, your spear and kind of knock it off. Uh, Heritar is starting to take the reins and beginning the trek forward. Uh, Lyga appears to be slowly waking up again, uh, but he appears to be facing the back, uh, like toward the back of the carriage, and he's kind of facing the corner now. And he appears to be like very, very focused uh, just on his hands. <laughs> hey, Heritar, are we there yet? <laughs> No, it's it's going to be quite a few hours here. Cool. It's been maybe 10 hours or so. Okay. You guys are still on the road. It's starting to get dark. The sounds that you guys are basically hearing right now are a mixture of crickets, well, just bugs in general. You're starting to hear kind of like a flow of like a river, very light flow, um, and then kind of repetitive, incoherent whispering coming from Liga who is basically focused in the corner. He appears to be holding the sticks again. Damn, this guy with the sticks. Ugh. Okay, I'm going to roll a perception to see if I can tell what he's saying. Absolutely. 13. Uh, you are not actually able to uh, decipher a lot of the stuff that he's saying. He appears to be saying it in a different language uh, other than hum uh, common and uh, elven. It appears to be a little bit more complex than Elvin. I look where he's looking, try to follow his gaze, um, and then and then I just try to wrestle the sticks away again. Uh, as you kind of go for it, he starts to try and like wrestle them back. Um, Heritar kind of looks back. Gorum, leave him be. I gave him the sticks back. They seem to be the only thing that's keeping him quiet. Okay, yeah, all right, all right. I don't like it, though. Well, uh, this has been a fascinating conversation about cheese and, and watching you try to wrestle with an emaciated little man. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> uh, and just as you say that, you guys feel the carriage, like, start to stop. Comes to a halt. And Heritar kind of looks in. We've arrived. But All right. we appear to be an hour early. So now we wait. And he kind of goes back out and hops off the the little ledge. I leave the wagon and uh, start casing the bridge for likely places that people would hide or set an ambush um, in case, you know, I wanted to set an ambush or wanted to find somebody who was. Okay. 
I'm going to check the distance they are from the uh, the carriage to see if me and Ling Ling could have a conversation without them here. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you're able to, yeah. They're, okay. they're kind of making their way. They're making their rounds a little bit. So basically, you guys are right by this bridge. Uh, he pulled off to the side of the bridge, kind of closer to the water. Okay. And they're basically like kind of surrounding the area, looking around, watching the bridge, looking under the bridge. So they're, you, they're plenty of space away from you. Okay. <laughs> Did you really think that was going to work? I didn't think about it. I should have known he looks damn near dead. You, you should have. Listen, uh, let let me make the plans from now on. Okay, I don't want to see this man get any more tortured than you do, but we've got to think smart. If we could have got him to lie, say anything, they would have let him go. But running, <laughs> he looks like well, he can barely stand. He can't talk either, so... I think he can talk. I think there's something broken in him that we have to figure out. But he won't talk, as of right now. But, you know, I have to say I'm surprised with this this heritar. Doesn't seem like his main goal is torture or enslaving this this broken little man. Yeah. It's not what I was expecting, I suppose. It's it's a good surprise, I'd say. Yes. I'm glad to see that we're on the same page at least, even if I suppose different methods are in play between us. We need yeah. to be careful, is what I'm saying. Yeah, we do. One slip up and they could look too deep into us. And that could cause problems. Don't worry, I'm not stabbing myself in the foot again. Good. <laughs> fucking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you yes, are magic like users. What? Uh, he's still facing in the corner. You are magic users. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a magic user. Arcanists. How do you know they that? They will capture you. I don't know what you're talking about. The only magic I have is between me and my goblin flings. I mean, what? How do you know this? Uh, he kind of turns toward you, and you see his hair is starting to turn red. And one of his eyes, instead of that light blue, it's starting to turn into a burnt orange. I wouldn't call it magic, per se, but I've uh, got a little fire inside me. <laughs> you see, uh, see that his hands are, like, creating muscle into his own hands again. It's basically filling out his, his skin. He's starting to actually look full, for the most part, up to, like, the elbows. We, You, you need to not talk like that. <laughs> We're not magic users, and you're not going to use magic. I can see it. You are magic users. This guy clearly can't see it, because he would see that I am not a magic user. <laughs> yes. Me too, of course, but he shouldn't say things like that. That could be very dangerous. I agree. I am also a magic user. Yes, that makes you an enemy of the state. You are captive by these people. By those people. Yes. So what are you wanting to do about it? Uh, he's kind of just looking at his hands. I don't know if we can trust this guy. I think he just doesn't answer questions. Listen, you will not say anything. I will not say anything. 
because if you were to say something about about us doing magic, which of course we don't, but even if rumors like that were to get started, I, I think you might find yourself with maybe only half of a skull left. <laughs> and that would be a terrible situation to explain. I would just say that it's probably best if this talk of who does magic and who does not do magic, like us two, were to, were to, were to continue as, as, as the way I've just framed it. Yes? No answer. Not if you understand. He nods. I'm going to pull Ling Ling aside. What do you think, Ling Ling? I mean, we're not magic users, of course. <laughs> that, would, that would get us in a lot of trouble. But You it, are in danger. These two are Knights of Gladiae. Yes, and we saved the Knights of Gladiae. I saved a Knight of Gladiae. If anything, they're in my debt. The Knights of Gladiae need to be destroyed. And at this point, uh, Heritar starts making his way back in. Has anything happened? Have you found anything? It appears to be all clear out here. We can set up a fire. I don't... I mean... Gorum! I wasn't really paying attention. Yes, I was... Yeah, uh, what's up, Harry? <laughs> Come on over. We're gonna start a fire. I was just looking in my... Ah, uh, you got it! We're gonna sing Kumbaya Chord. Kumbaya Chord. Yes. yes. <laughs> Let's do that. Of course. <laughs> of course. Heritar, <laughs> you know I got a bad singing voice. Why are you making me sing these songs? Don't act like you don't enjoy it. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, you got that right. You should hear this man in karaoke night. I don't think I want to. All the ladies. Hey, Heritar, stop telling them this stuff. Come on, you're embarrassing me. How many autographs did you sign today, young Gorham? <laughs> uh, hey, that was a joke. I was, I was making fun of all the dumb people that don't know how to read. I'm proud of this one. Listen, it always starts as a joke. You say, oh, yes, I'll sign autographs. But one day you've signed so many that you don't even remember signing anything but those words. I don't think I've written uh, really? anything other than my own name and maybe the name of a beautiful woman who's asked for my autograph in quite a while. I get, I get kind of a look in my eyes, like, wow. Like, a little, like looking off into the distance. <laughs> and you're a knight of gladiator, a noble order. People should be signing up for your signatures all over this continent. <laughs> Shall we huh. bring out yeah. the elf? I, You know, I, I don't see why we should. I think leaving him inside might be a little safer. Yeah, keep him locked up. I suppose so. <laughs> you don't think that he would... He would ah, that doesn't make any sense at all. Come on. Let the man enjoy the fire. Yes, he would benefit from this, I think. Uh, yes. He kind of goes up toward the the carriage. Yes, I, I suppose, yes. Young I, one, yeah, come I, with me. And he kind of, like, picks him up and, like, brings him toward the fire. He's still, like, all roped up and everything. I uh, see so you've been eating. Good. Oh, hey, he looks better already. That's great. Yeah, they can still see his ribs, but he does need clothes. Um, he starts, basically, Heritar starts taking off, donning his, or, uh, doffing his armor, and it takes, like, a good ten minutes of him just doffing this armor, just taking every little bit off. It's like when you see in the, 
in like criminal movies where they're like pulling out like every single weapon it's him with armor all right that's another one uh, uh and he kind of like takes his shirt and like rips it and wraps it around uh liga <laughs> and then he pulls a uh just some like burlap pants and like hands them to him they're like clearly way too big for him uh, and then he starts putting his armor back on. Well, I almost fell asleep during that. I'm sorry. It, it takes quite a long time to take off That's, all this armor. It's honestly impressive. Thank you. No. It's very heavy. Yeah. I yes. I'd imagine. <laughs> but I like to wear this armor because it symbolizes my responsibility. As in the weight of my responsibility. Just like the weight of my armor. Heavy as shit. Yes. I like you, Ling Ling. Well, thank you. Well, what what was it that you guys were in Grigon for? What brought you there? Were you also seeking magic users? Well, in a way, uh, yes. I came to this continent to uh, expand my legend. You see, in Uburo, I was already a renowned champion and hero of the common people and the nobil- no- no- nobility of, uh, alike. Um, but I found myself not challenged. So I came here, where Kord is the god of, of uh, renown here, and sought a challenge. And of course, if you're looking for evildoers in this realm, it seems that magic users are the obvious target. So, yes, I suppose in a way... What you say is probably true, yes. I've yet to actually hear any stories of yours, so how how did you become so popular? How did what did you what have you done? Well, I s- Yeah, this is what I wanna hear. <laughs> I was completely bored while Heritar was explaining the weight of his responsibility because it's clearly something I've heard like a million times. <laughs> but I totally tuned in once Salem started talking about himself. <laughs> yes, everyone does. <laughs> um, yes, well, it all started when a bugbear was terrorizing the town that I lived in. Now, I'd already been trading to be a, a, a guardian to the city. We don't really, in that area, have... Uh, what you'd call uh, protectors, necessarily, or, or city watch, as you do here. Um, so I began training to protect the city as best I could, and we were attacked by a bugbear. And it attacked, killed many people, and fled. And Trying to prove myself as a hero, I went out to fight it. I found its cave. I searched inside. It attacked me. It disarmed me. I defeated the bugbear with my bare hands. I broke its left arm, I broke its right arm, and I snapped its neck without a weapon or any sort of protection. It's very impressive. I dragged its body back to town, and since then I began picking up whatever contracts I could. Roll a deception. That's amazing. (laughs) I get advantage. You do. (laughs) 
15. No, 16. What's the verdict? Would you get uh, Gorham? Uh, my in- my insight was only a 10. Uh, would you like to roll for it, Ling Ling? You're also welcome. Yeah. 18. Uh, you can definitely tell that there are a couple things in there that were a little, uh, little faltered. But Heritar appears to be very, very... Heritar and Gorham both appear to be very, like, into this story. So what did you do with the body? Did you use it for, for hide, or did you use anything like that? Did you feed anyone with it? How did you break the arms? Yes, yes, exactly. Did you use leverage, like a regular snap, or did you use a wrestling move, like a German suplex, and grab the arm at the end and pull it? What did you do? Well, it's all about tricking it, you see. I waited for it to strike, bided my time, and right when it swung at me, I ducked. I kicked its knee out from behind it, got one arm around its head, wrapped the other arm around my body, and snapped it around. And then I did the same thing with the other arm. However, it was a little easier since, of course, now it was slightly incapacitated. Such power. See, Harry, that's how I would do it. You had that much power to just do it all by by hand. That's very impressive. I'm very, very pleased. Yes, I... I, I never expected to face the challenge with such ease, and yet when I did, I realized that that was my calling, to be a hero, to save the people who are too weak to save themselves. Now, you are knighted by whom? The Queen of Uberro. And the Queen of Uberro is? Vanessa. Ah. Queen Vanessa of Uberro. A beautiful name. Yes. Wow. I can't wait to meet her. You know, they do knighting really different it, in uh <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> Arkansas. Dang it. Wow, they do knighting really different over in Newboro. In Arkansas, it's it's uh something I guess you just kind of got to go out and get you know like you like if you don't go to school for it or you don't kill enough magic users you're never a knight (laughs) but i guess you kind of earned it too but then the queen just kind of gave it to you why didn't you take it for yourself this is true however it is very very honorable to become a knight and becoming a knight in arkansas you can be knighted by other knights that oh. is that is part of the rule. But it's very interesting that your queen was able to knight you. It's very interesting. We've never had a queen. Of course, we are theocracy. Yes. Well, there's nothing quite like the the motherly gaze of a queen as she lays her sword upon your shoulder and then upon your other shoulder. Uh, that's just as we do it almost. We do a little cut, too, but... A little cut? Yes, of course. To signify the blood. Mm. The blood to be paid. The blood to be paid. Yes. Well, I'd already paid my blood by the time I was knighted. It's why I was knighted. That makes a lot of sense. But... Yeah, it's more of a metaphor. Yes, more so, yes. I could talk about myself all night. Should I go on? (laughs) No, I'd like to hear a little more about Ling Ling. Oh, well... 
Okay. Not not that it's not interesting. Yeah. I just feel like we've hit a really high point in your story, and I really enjoyed that part. I'd like to find out a little more about Ling Ling, and then we can conclude, you know. If you insist. Yes. Yeah. I might. I might. Let's, let's meet this guy. I, I still can't believe you squared off with six magic users. That was amazing. Yeah, well, I didn't do shit, but... Yes, you died, and then I saved you. Yeah. Well, it appeared you created a very good distraction and an opening for Sir Salem over here. I'm not afraid. Yeah. But No doubt. Honestly, the only reason I was even there is I'm looking for the killer of my father. So, revenge. Yeah, I never got to meet the man, my father, or the man who killed him, or whatever killed him. Sounds very... Familiar. Right, Gorm? Hmm. Did you love your father? I never got to meet him. Huh. I get like a really distant look in my eyes. But I think maybe whoever killed my father may have killed my mother. I did love her. But I, I still don't know if she was killed or if she just died. You know, because she was old and gross, so... Yes, that happens to a soul. But, oh, you guys, you guys might know. Is a knife in the back a natural cause of death? Uh, and as you say that, you start to, uh... <laughs> you all start to smell <laughs> a very, very, uh, acrid odor. Uh, it's very unfamiliar stench for sure it, it smells kind of like overcooked beef and pork fat but not nearly as pleasant uh you see a boat without a light making its way toward the bridge um so it's only a little bit away from you guys right now probably maybe a hundred feet away as it's making its way toward you kind of down the stream and uh as as that's going on, Heritar essentially preps everything. Here we are. Here she comes. She? Yes. It is It is my messenger. Okay. She's my contact. She will give us all the information on Meta. Awesome. Uh, as it rolls near, the torches begin to light up the boat. The torches that you guys basically all have around you uh, start to light up the boat slowly. And inside lay a corpse of a charred female completely just scorched uh, the boat completely just flows right past you guys and underneath the bridge what do you do looks like your contact is a little overcooked no no this is not good well I draw my sword yeah enemy can't be too far behind we gotta get ready all right. Uh, he instantly like gets the horses up and everything. We need to leave now. And yes. he kind of picks up Liga and moves him toward the the back of the carriage. Yes, I'm already in the carriage. I saw the body and got on immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, so is I have my spear in hand, walking backwards, just kind of watching uh, Harry's back. Okay. Um, as he starts moving uh, onto the bridge. And going across it, you guys start to see 
flames, torches in the distance. Uh, I kick out the fire. They appear to be making their way toward you. Everybody roll initiative. going to be a 13. Do you add anything to initiative if it's a 1? Oh. No. <laughs> I got a 5. A, a strong 5. Alright. So, uh, the way this combat's going to work is Heritar is going to be consistently running. Like, he's going to take the reins, and he's going to consistently take the horses and the carriage, and you guys are just going to be darting in a direction. Uh, what is currently happening is you have horseback riders are essentially they're cloaked riders that are chasing after you. They kind of look like the same cloaked ones as before. Um, not the same exact ones, but cloaked riders, the same as before. Uh, they're basically chasing after you. There are four of them currently. And they're coming from different directions. They're all like chasing after so, uh, first thing, it's going to be their turn. They get a fun yeah, part. No, uh, I need you guys to make a dexterity saving throw. Sixteen. Fifteen. Eight. Uh, Sir Gorham, you are taking four points of damage. Everybody else passes. So, essentially, uh, one of them hurls a moat of fire at Gorum, and uh, you're taking four points of fire damage. Uh, they mm -hmm. did hurl the other ones at you two, but you guys were able to kind of duck and dodge out of the way. You guys, I assume, are kind of like peeking out, kind of watching as these guys are coming closer. And it is now Sir Gorum's turn. What would you like to do? They are... There are two of them that are right at the back. Yeah, I'm going to take out my light crossbow and try to attack uh, the nearest rider. Alrighty. So, yeah. So I, I guess I'm kind of shielding uh, my my uh, prisoner and at the same time trying to like accurately aim out the back of the wagon. Um, and uh, just kind of aiming towards the light, I guess, because they're carrying torches. Yep. So go ahead and uh, give me a crossbow attack, uh, but you uh, give me a disadvantage roll against them, considering you're not able to technically see in the dark very well, and you're mostly focused on that fire. It's going to be 16 to hit. That is going to hit. That's good for disadvantage. Uh, I hit for six. Already? Uh, so you hit one, and it immediately, you can definitely tell the torch kind of goes downward a little bit, as it definitely feels that it got hit. Uh, the the cross bolt just shot right into its arm. Uh, it is now Ling Ling's turn. What would you like to do? All right, so you said two are right at the back? Yep, they're, they're probably within 10 feet of the back. Okay. I yell at Ling Ling, hey, here's your chance to show these guys what you can get made of. Because, you All know, right. last time you were dead for most of it. Ling Ling is 
going to jump and try to spear one of them off their oh. horse. What kind of spear? Because hmm? you have a spear, but are you Goldberg spearing or are you actually using <laughs> no, a spear? No, I'm actually using okay. my spear. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm not throwing it. I'm jumping Missed with it. Missed opportunity, man. <laughs> Could have been both, I suppose. All right, so you're you're diving at him with the spear. Are you, You're jumping out, though, because you guys are moving. You'll be taking fall damage. You guys are moving about 60 feet. <laughs> That's a lot of fall damage. If you fall out... I got a longbow. I might as well use it. You're going to shoot one of the ones right in front of you? Yeah. And you do have dark vision? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, actually. You don't? Yeah. So go ahead and roll with disadvantage. Well, I'm pretty sure a seven won't hit, so I won't even roll my second. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you shoot, and it kind of wings past it. Uh, it doesn't even re appear to react to you at all as it's coming closer. Uh, it is now Sir Salem's turn. What would you like to do, sir? Do I have a clear shot through the Gorm and Lingling with a crossbow? Yes, you do. Okay, I'm going to take my shot. Uh, and you have dark vision, correct? I do not get... I don't have dark vision. So roll with disadvantage. Okay. 16. 16's going to hit. It's a d10? That is a d8. D8. Eight. I will say you shoot at the same one that Gorm shot, and you knock this guy completely off his horse, and he just goes flying, and the horse just kind of tails off to a different direction. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'm here to save your butts. <laughs> you keep trying, though. <laughs> uh, it is now their turn. Uh, so, one of them is uh, getting just in distance with you, and they're going to try and attack you. Does a 10 hit you? No! Okay. <laughs> so, Ling Ling uh, completely gets missed by this, this cloaked rider. Uh, the cloaked rider swings at him with a short sword that's covered in a greenish flame but it completely just wings past you. Uh, another one is going to try and attack Sir Gorum. And that is... Uh, Sir that was a lot of dice. I need you to roll a strength saving throw. It's going to be a 14. Uh, with a 14, you pass. So this lightning lure uh, shoots out and it just lashes around you and strikes onto you. And you would be pulled toward this thing, but you're able to kind of fight against it and pull yourself out of it. <sighs> but you do feel... Okay. You do happen to feel a almost like a wave of uh, shock through your body. <sighs> oh, everybody wants a piece of me, huh? It doesn't seem to hurt yet. But you can definitely feel it, like, jolting through you. Mm. I must have been shocked and not electrocuted. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> it is now your turn, Gorm. <laughs> <laughs> well played. I uh, crank back 
my light crossbow, put another bolt in the uh, in the um, slot, and aim for the guy that just tried to grapple me. All right. I go shocking. I know, but I got some of my own medicine. Click. He's gonna be that guy. Oh, every single attack. Predict it. You can set your watch by it. That's gonna be a miss. Fifteen to hit. And you rolled with disadvantage. I did not. Because you're aiming a bow. Woohoo! Critical fail. Oh no! So as you pull back the the string, it pops, and the the string actually just like gets stuck and it's jammed for a second. So that's pretty much what you spend your entire like six seconds working on. Okay, so I unjam my bow, um, and then I and then I look over at uh, Salem and say, I, I I almost got it. Don't help me. Don't help me. <laughs> it is Lingling's turn. So that rider close enough now? That rider is within five feet now. Yes. All right. Well, I'm a poke at him with my my sharp stick. All right. Give me an attack roll. Non-natural 20. <laughs> a non-natural 20, but you're still getting a, a 20, so yes, hit. Uh, that'll be 10 damage. Oof. All right. Uh, you hit this thing hard when you stab it. Uh, it is completely through the abdomen, and you pull it back through, and the rider just, ah, as you're pulling it through, and... It basically still has the torch in one hand. It's still very focused on trying to attack you guys. Okay. Well, I'm going to action surge and attack it again. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> Give me an attack roll. 11. And 11 hits. Oh, bet. Another 10 damage. Uh, Lingling, finish this dude. All right. So the first spear went through the abdomen. The second one, I aim a little higher. And send it right through his neck. And as I pull back, it pulls the spine with it, and his head just comes off. Perfect. All right, so his head kind of just snaps back, and he's, and immediately just falls off the, the horse. And the horse just kind of slows down. It is now Salem's turn. What do we have out there? There are two more. They are at a distance. But okay. they do have torches lit. They look like they could throw fire at us? They look like they might be able to throw some fire, yeah. Huh. Well, your wish is my command, Gorham. Uh, here, take this. I'm going to toss in my crossbow since his is <laughs> messed up. And I'm going to go into a corner. That's my turn. You're going to go into a corner? I'm going into a corner. I'm going to try and get it at an angle where they can't hit me with fire. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. So I'll leave this to you. <laughs> You've got this, Gorum. Uh, so it is now their turn. I need you guys to make dex saving throws for two. Do I get advantage since I'm hiding? Uh, yes. I'll give you advantage for that. Yeah. Yes. Rolled a three and a five. So eight. I also got an eight. Okay. Yeah, I failed. That's going to be a four. Oh, solid. So all of you guys are taking seven points of fire damage as they moat, or they hurl moat, uh, moats of fire just whipping them at you. 
Uh, Salem, you poke your head out just for a split second, just enough to basically burn a singe of your hair and a little bit of your forehead. And then it is Gorham's turn. Uh, I, I uh, grab the crossbow that Salem throws at me, and I'm looking at Ling Ling with the kind of admiration that one with as many titles as Salem <laughs> might be, I don't know, affecting. Okay, so I, 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 I uh, take aim at one of the two remaining guys, the guy closest to me, the guy that I can make out the best via the firelight, and I'm going to use the crossbow. All right. Roll with disadvantage. can't believe you guys all have no dark vision. It's impressive. <laughs> I honestly didn't think about that. Like, none of us have it. Yeah. I and I think the last campaign, we all had it. It's a very common trait, so it's weird. Yeah. I bet Heritor has it. Seven to hit. Uh, seven is not going to hit. Um, so the, the bolt goes winging past. I'm going to past. use... I'm going to use my action surge to attack again. Ooh. An action surge again. That's two in this fight. Nice. <laughs> and they got another seven. Oh, that one hits. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew if I just used my action surge. <laughs> It is now Lingling's turn. What would you like to do, Lingling? Oh man! I mean, I can try my bow, but no promises, guys. I'm not very good with this thing, but I'll try it. Hey, man! Whatever you're doing, it's working. Fourteen. A fourteen's gonna hit. Yep. Uh, three, three damage. All right. Uh, okay. Thanks to my Dex mod. Otherwise, it'd have been one. Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right. No, good, good cord. I so, hit him, guys. So you, you definitely, uh, you definitely graze this dude's arm. <laughs> uh, Salem, it is your turn. You've got this, right, Gorm? <laughs> no reason for me to damage my hair anymore, right? Salem, get up here. Hey, I already killed mine. I Throw one of your rocks or something. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> you just focus on them, huh? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pick up. Um, I, I I don't see any rocks. I guess this will have to do it. I'm gonna pull out one of my big slabs of meat. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna uh, wait. And, I'm just gonna wait just a second until he's not looking directly at me and throw it with catapult. And who's not looking at you? Gorham. Uh, Gorham, go ahead and roll a perception check. And I would say, uh, Salem, roll a sleight of hand. Okay. Yeah, it's not verbal. So, eighteen. Gorham. 17. Ooh, so close. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I throw my meat at them. You dog. Okay, so they make a dexterity saving throw. I can already tell you a four is not going to pass. Okay. Uh, then they take 3d8 bludgeoning damage. Go ahead and roll for it. 14. Finish him. Okay, I... Uh, Aim my meat right at uh, the center of his face. <laughs> it's a it's a T-bone steak. So I'm, I throw Cry. it and whacks him in the head so hard that he falls backwards off his horse and just gets 
partially trampled by the one running next to him. You definitely hit him hard with that meat. <laughs> Just imagine what I could do if you gave me that crossbow back. Hit him right in the face with the meat. Excellent meat thwack. We call that a stamp back where I'm from. Uh, it is now their turn. You see two more riders start to make their way toward you. Um, one of them is basically right at the back again. And... I go, Salem, oh, I nuts. hope you got more meat. And one is going right after Ling Ling because he just saw one of the other dudes go down. It is a 19 to hit. That's a hit. Ooh, baby. All right, so this one is basically... Uh, the same. It's another green, green flamed blade. Uh, this one's short sword basically is covered in green flame as it strikes. It stabs onto you, and then it's going to jump from you to Sir Gorum. Uh, Gorum, you are taking three points of flame damage, and Lingling, you are taking six points. Of slashing damage. Okay. So the flame basically just leaped off onto Gorum and just burned you a little bit, and you were able to kind of wipe it off immediately. But it was enough to startle you. Uh, as for the other two, they are sort of kind of... They're, they're mo mostly just making their way into range now. Uh, it is now Gorum's turn. What would you like to do? Um, is... Are any of them in uh, melee range? Uh, just one. Okay, I'm going to attack him with my greatsword. All right, go for it. Give me an attack roll. Okay. Go. I, I, I disgustingly uh, throw the crossbow down, grab my greatsword, charge him. And I don't have to roll disadvantage, right? Because he's close proximity. Correct. Yep. You have enough light okay. between the carriage and you and him. 12 to hit. 12 is going to hit. Give me some damage. Hallelujah. About time. Nine. Nine points of damage. That is a solid hit. You definitely stab right into his... You basically gash right into his chest and his arm and gash him really, really good. He drops the torch, but he is still coming at you guys. Can I grab his torch? Uh, roll a dex... Uh, dex check. Uh, we'll call it sleight of hand. Nat 20. You grab that torch and, like, it pops up when you stab it. It pops up into the air and you're able to kind of just snag it immediately on your backswing. <laughs> on my backswing. Federer style, yeah. you know? All right. It is now Ling Ling's turn. What would you like to do? I'm also going to attack the same guy. I saw a 20. Unnat or nat? Unnat. That is going to hit? And that is uh, 12 points of damage. Jesus. <laughs> uh, finish him, Ling Ling. So as before, I stab through him, but instead of the neck, I go a little lower. I stab his belly button. Oh, and no. And just rip him apart. How dare basically you? Basically in half. All right. Yeah, you absolutely stab through him. And with the, the momentum of the horse and everything, it's basically jolting and bouncing. So it basically bounces as the spear's cutting through 
and it's just enough to when you that when you pull the the spear back, it just stabs through the rest, and he just kind of collapses sideways and falls off the horse. Sir Salem, follow that up. Well, Ling Ling, it seems like me and you are having a, <laughs> a bit of a competition to see which one of us can kill more. Uh, hopefully, Gorm can get in on that soon. <laughs> Just razzing you. You're waking <laughs> them up for us. Uh, the good old Raz. <sighs> fine. <laughs> Give me the uh, the crossbow back. My crossbow. Give it here. It's two feet away from you. Grab it. Fine. I'm going to pull it from him. And I'm going to shoot at one of the ones in the distance. Alrighty. Give me an attack with disadvantage. Three. That's, that's a miss. <laughs> that's a hard miss. Uh, it just zings up into the air. Sorry. I think I might have thrown my arm out throwing that meat. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> my, didn't whip that meat. Might be off my aim for a bit. I'm sorry. He was, he was that meat takedown was impressive. It was. <laughs> oh, no. I right. th- I'm a firm believer you should be able to kill people with whatever you have. It is their turn. They are making their way up to the back again. They are going after Ling Ling. One of them, I need you to make a strength saving throw. It's going to be a 16. Uh, So it doesn't pull you, but you definitely feel a jolt of electricity through your body. And then you are taking eight points of lightning damage. Mother... The other one's going after Gorum which is a nat 20. So they are crit hitting you. Uh, The cloaked... I got a nat 9. One of of the cloaked creatures uh, basically makes their way toward you. Their blade becomes sheathed in this booming wave. Uh, It's like almost like -like wave-like energy. And as it hits uh, Gorum, it transfers the energy onto you. Uh, you feel a crash of thunder piercing your ears and shaking your body. And you are taking five points of damage, thunder damage. I'm down. You are down. So this thing just hits you up against the wall, and you hit the hit the side of the wall and then go down to your knees. I just crumple like a big pile of wet laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody threw it towards the dryer, but it didn't quite make it and just lands. (laughs) That is the best analogy I've ever heard. Oh, that's so tragic. (laughs) All right. Just like my whole life leading to this moment. All right. Uh, Gorham goes down. College educated, man. Gorham, it is your turn to make a death saving throw. Oh, I got to make one right away? It is your turn, yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The tension. It's palpable. My shallow breathing. And then you hear a slightly larger intake of breath. And his chest fully expands and contracts. And he passes with a 14. Nice. All right. Uh, Let's move on to Ling Ling. It is your turn. What would you like to do? I'm attacking that boy. All right. So you're attacking Gorum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We all know I'm that boy. 17. 17 is going to hit. Nine damage. Jesus. Uh, finish him. 
I switch it up a little bit here. I I swung with my spear this time and sliced him from shoulder to waist in a diagonal downward position uh, direction and uh, just split him wide open. All right, so you see uh, as you slice him through and everything, you definitely feel the bone start to crack as you're cutting through, and it feels almost like a scrib jelly as you slice through, and its body, uh, as it basically gets sliced, you actually caught on a little bit to its robe on top of that, and when you pulled back, it couldn't catch its balance and fell off the horse and took a shit ton of extra damage. I feels it. I feels it. All right. Uh, Sir Salem, it is your turn. Okay. How many do we have and how close are they? There is one more out there. Okay. Is it how, cl- like how close? Uh, relatively within? distant. It is probably about 45 feet. Okay. Uh, uh, I look at I look back at uh, Gorm. He's uh he's more or less unconscious. He's not paying attention, right? Able to contemplate what's happening. He he definitely appears to be focused on himself. He's he's pretty damaged. Okay. Um, do what you gotta do. You didn't see anything, all right? I'm gonna throw an ice knife at uh at the one of the distance. All right. Uh, and that is a dexterity saving throw. No. Uh, um, make a ranged spell attack first. Okay. And then it'll be a dexterity saving throw if I miss. Okay. Do I add the spell attack bonus to... Yes, you do. Okay. To the attack. 17. 17 is going to hit. Takes 1d10 piercing damage. Nasty. Okay, but hit or miss, uh, everything within 5 feet uh, must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Uh, Not going to succeed. What happens? Uh, It takes 2d6 cold damage. Three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What was that? S- six or seven? Seven, I think. We'll edit this part out of <laughs> us counting. <laughs> I don't remember what the first out. attack was. Did you rolled a one and a three on the last one? Or three total? Yeah, and the first attack was a two. Yep. Okay. Two. So six points. So six points. Yeah. All right. Six points of damage. Uh, you basically throw this this ice knife, and it just shoots out of your hand and basically stabs right into this thing's shoulder. And it... Uh, uh, so it the ice knife basically attention. stabs right into its shoulder and freezes its shoulder a little bit, um, basically bringing its torch down. It starts to drop the torch um, and starts to continue its way toward you. It is now their turn, and as it rolls up, it is shooting a firebolt at Sir Salem. I need you to make a dex... Actually, I need both of you guys to make a dexterity saving throw. Um, Gorham, you are fine because they're both poking their heads out. 20, not nat. Nat 20. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, um... I will say that as it's coming toward you, uh, Sir Sir Salem, you're able to like kind of uh, immediately kind of like throw yourself back toward the the carriage, and then the one that's coming toward Ling Ling, you're able to take the spear and just hit it with the spear tip, and it just goes flying off in a different direction. Uh, I like it. As the two flame balls come toward you, it is now Sir Gorm's turn for a death saving throw. He breathes in, 
and starts to exhale smoothly again. And then right as he's fully contracting his lungs, he coughs up a little blood and fails his saving throw. Oh, no. All right. It is Ling Ling's turn. What would you like to do? How close is he? Uh, he's maybe 20 feet away. It's a little too far for my spear. Um, I'll try it again. My long. So you pull out the long bow. You knock an arrow. And? Seven. You missed. Bad. <laughs> it just kind of zings past again. It is. Uh, would you like to move it all? You're, you're kind of in the carriage. Just kind of chill. Yeah, I don't. I guess I can try to tuck back a little bit. You could if you'd like. It's yeah. basically whether or not you want more coverage. Yeah, I'll try to tuck back a little bit. But okay. That's it. Salem, what would you like to do? Okay. Um, fuck it. I'm going to use Chaos Bolt. Ooh. I love this spell. 21. It's going to hit. Uh-uh. 2d8 plus 1d6. What's 9 plus 10? <laughs> 12. 12, and what type of damage is it? Uh, force. Nice. Finish him or her. Okay. We'll say it's a her this time. So I feel the energy pulsing in my hand, and I try and aim up the shot, really take the time to line it up for when she's on the up bounce so that I can hit her and knock her right off her horse and just bash her brains out. My goal being to harm the horse as little as possible. And you're of just course. bashing people's brains out. You're fucking whipping your meat around. <laughs> all over the place. You definitely uh, immediately, she she gets hit and backflips off this thing and just goes flying. And just ragdoll effect on the ground. Team Rocket blasting off again! Pretty much. <laughs> but how's the horse? The horse appears to be good. Just slows down and moves off in a different direction. Is that all of them? That is all of them. Uh, Heritar slowly, uh, he continues basically making his way. You guys have traveled quite a few feet from here. You guys have traveled 420 feet. Blaze it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, you guys uh, sort of make your way into a little uh, hilly area. And eventually kind of come to a stop. There's a lot of, like, large uh, large reeds around. It's really, really grassy. Um, so Heritar kind of pulls over. We need uh, uh, help back here, um, Heritar. Uh, your, uh, your, your knight here, uh, Gorham, has gone down. I don't, I, have, I don't know what to do about that. I can yell for you. <laughs> Uh, he instantly like runs back and basically gives Gorham uh, administers a healing potion. You all right, young one? Oh, Heritar? Yes, you fought well. Uh, uh, no, I failed. I was miserable. This is why. I, this is why. I, this is why I wasn't glass leader. I'll tell you that much. Oh man, this headache. Ah. Oh. It feels like the magic is still coursing through me. I hate magic. What you need to do is learn from this. Failure is good. I've told you this before, though. I don't want to sound like a broken record. Failure is good. He did not fail. You know what he did? He did the heroic thing. He didn't go for the glory of finishing them with flashy moves. He hit them and let us take them out. Weaken them. 
so that we could take an easier blow. I think that's quite noble. And here we uh, no. were going for the glory. Harry, <laughs> you should have seen Salem and Ling Ling. They were monsters. They, they showed no fear. They acted right away. Salem killed one of them with a piece of meat. It was amazing. That may be the case, but the important thing is you all fought together. No, the important thing is I owe these guys my life. Thanks. Seriously, I won't forget this. I'll be honest. I wasn't fighting for any of you. I was just trying not to die. <laughs> As we saw. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta respect that. But I'm glad I had you guys. Thank you, you were on this carriage, and had you not been on this carriage... I wouldn't have been in this encounter. Precisely, and most things would have been a little more difficult for all of us. So yeah. we do appreciate you. Thanks for having my back, even though we kind of had to have each other's back. Of course. All right. Well, I'm just stewing exercise. in the corner in silence. How much uh, HP do I have? Uh, you are back at. You are back at seven. This is also why we continue to train. This is what makes us strong. Isn't that right, Gorm? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, you got that right. I need a lot more training. We're gonna we're gonna pull over here. We're going to set up camp. And we'll sleep for the night. I set up camp and you know, like I roll out my bedspread and um, you know, get a fire going and Make sure that the prisoner is secure and close to the fire so we can see him and he's, you know, um, comfortable. And then you just see me with, like, a big slab of meat and a tree, just, like, thwacking the tree over and over again. Like, I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're beating your meat on the tree is what you're saying. One of those things is right. Uh, yeah, just training, you know. <laughs> Isn't that how we all train? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you guys all essentially uh, relax and everything. You guys are taking a short rest or a long rest. It's a question. Didn't I'm already asleep, it. so you guys can t tell me what. You can wake me up <laughs> when you want to. Yeah, I was say, I pretty much passed out right after I said I was hurting. So Okay. And, uh, Gorham, are you taking a short or long? Hey, Harry, how you feeling? I'm feeling great, actually. I only got shot yeah, by two arrows. <laughs> well, uh, why don't, uh, why don't we switch off? Um, I'll take first shift, you take the next shift. Actually, I should be fine to take a full, sh full shift. I've had a pretty good nap. Are you, are you sure? Yes. I don't know if Absolutely. I can sleep as it is anyways. And you can just see that I'm, like, really disappointed with myself and I want to prove myself, you know? So, uh, like, I don't know. Like, do you think he would, like, let me stay up with him or let me take first shift just to, like, cover up my pride or something? Listen, Gorm, you're going to need your strength if you plan to take on Meta. I'm not going to help you in that fight. 
Uh, you yeah. haven't been on yeah, your yeah. game yet. Good chord, you're right. I, uh, yeah, I should listen to you more often. Like always, you're, you're always first, right? What can I say? It's not an intention of yeah. mine. I, uh, I, go, I go hit the sack without any more words between us. Uh, he kind of like uh, makes his way toward Liga. You've changed. A lot of you has changed. And he, he kind of looks down at his, his hands and everything. Uh, uh, he sort of uh, lifts up his hands and looks at the the little sticks in his hands and somehow you've managed to sculpt these into wands to be continued hey guys just wanted to shout out a few of the talented people who help us out make this podcast a big shout out to Ray Gordillo King and Juan Carlos Montez Aguilar for working on the intro and outro songs to our episodes as well as our very own Premier Productions audio engineer Andrew Pentecost for working on everything that has to do with the production. He's the one who makes us sound great. Uh, uh, Thomas, what do you got for us? Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Half Class Podcast and our Twitter at Half Class Pod. Um, keep you up to date on everything we're doing, and you can we uh, announce when episodes are coming out and all that. Chris, what you got? Uh, yeah, I'd also like to shout out our uh, our overarching network, which is Preneur Productions. Uh, you can find that on uh, Facebook or Instagram uh, under at Preneur Productions. Um, also, if you want to follow my Instagram specifically, it's Chris underscore Ogden three. If you want to keep up with everything Salem the Juggernaut is doing. And believe me, we do because he's got some sick art on there. Check it out, guys. Very true. Very true. But if you are trying to keep up with me, you can see me be real funny online at NotExchangeKit on Twitter. I really got to change that handle. Don't at me about it. And yeah, so that's pretty much it. Except that if you have something to store, anything really, a small boat, a car, whatever, I got your back. You live in in Beloit, I'll store it for you. Hit me up on Twitter. That's all I got. Lastly... Lastly, check out Premier Productions' full-on website. You can check out all of our podcasts. It is www.premierproductions.com. And, yeah, you can, uh, you can apply to our website and potentially create your own podcast and find your voice. Thanks, guys. Much love. Get ready.